Hi, everybody, and welcome to Experience Milwaukee, the podcast. I am the humble host, Adam Darris, alongside the real host, Steve Glenn. Hey, everybody. And and another host, Tia. Hi, Tia. Hello. We, we uh, can't have enough to- hosts on the show. Yes. Uh, and I'll introduce the other 16 hosts uh, throughout the show. <laughs> and, and they'll chime in uh, whenever they can. And uh, Tia, um, you know this, uh, but for maybe new listeners, I purposely try to interrupt Adam as much as possible. So that's why I jumped in. Oh, yes. Because yeah. I hate it so much. <laughs> baby. And anyway, this podcast is brought to you graciously by our sponsors, Transfer Pizzeria Cafe, who continues to kill it on the curbside and uh, delivery uh, mechanisms over there. So if you are craving pizza, or my favorite, the salami bruschetta, or anything uh, uh, that's on their menu, please give them a call and or go online. It was I ordered online. It was super easy. And also our other gracious sponsor, Koss Stereophones. I'm on my Koss headphones, which I heard last week uh, when I was talking with them that the model that I have is sold out. They've been they have been selling like crazy because of all of this work at home. People need to be online. People need to be on Zoom. People need to be on calls, and they're using headphones with mics, the wraparound mic like I have. So, yes, thanks sponsors. Yeah, I can imagine they'd sell out, honestly. They're a good headphones. In a good way. And and of course, yeah, one of course. I mean, we're all home. We need good headphones. So Tia and Adam, how are you? I'm doing okay. Hanging in there. It's yeah, been weird. I bet. It's been a weird yeah. time. It has it's been a little to... odd, hasn't it? Being at home so much. I've been focusing on home projects like crazy. I hauled uh, three yards of dirt around my house over the last two days, and um, I'm really feeling 35 right now. <laughs> I'll say that. Thrilling. <laughs> well, um, it is. For I'm me, it, for me, it was thrilling because I'm getting the dirt piled up on the side of the house so that it, you know, uh, angles away from the house so the water doesn't get in so my foundation stops cracking. There you go. That's good work. It's good work, my man. Tia, I had right to. Now. I had. I gave um, my friend Adam some beer because he lives so close to me. But Aww. we had to do it like I put the beer at the end. I I cleansed the beer. I cleansed my hands, all that stuff, and then put yeah. the beer at the end of the driveway. Yep. I'm meeting up. I I'm going to exchange some stuff with a friend this weekend, probably by doing the same way, same thing. Yep. Yeah. Set it out on the yeah. curb or something yeah. and then stand six feet away from it and point to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I found that social distancing is actually good for my friendship with Adam. <laughs> keep, keep him as far away he, as possible. He stops showing up, up. Yeah. He, he stops showing up so much asking for me. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a tremendous, I love using that word, <laughs> uh, guest who she just found out. I know her entire family. <laughs> or, or, yeah. Actually, yeah, I know her dad. She knows my wife. She didn't know. I, I just sprung right on her. So uh, Jenna Cashew Hi. is on the podcast. Hey, welcome. Thanks for having me. 
is um I think this is awesome because we're gonna learn a ton about what you've worked on and all you have like multiple personalities. I do. I have multiple names. Some people know me as Jenna Reno, which is my married name, but um, as a writer, I'm Jenna Cashew. And I've been writing for Milwaukee Magazine for a long time. And um, coincidentally and fortuitously, this opportunity kind of fell in my lap uh, to write this book about Milwaukee, which was so perfect for um, what I love to do. The timing was horrible. It was right after I had my second kid. Um, but you know, I thought I just gave birth to a baby. I can write a book. It's no big deal. Um, so it was something I really always wanted to do. So I just, I kind of dug in and embraced the moment and got a great babysitter so I could go out and explore the city. And it was wonderful. It came out May 1st and I've been just talking about it ever since and, and telling everybody about how much I love Milwaukee and what they should be doing to enjoy the city. And the book, which is 100 Things to Do in Milwaukee Before You Die, I want to say this. I've heard from people who have made things that it is quite an experience to see your thing that you've made, and they call it Out in the Wild. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I've seen your book on tables in other places. Which is it cool. is exciting. The first, you know, I, I going to Boswell Bookstore and seeing it there or seeing it at Sendex, you know, right up the street when I'm going grocery shopping. You know, you definitely get a little giddy. There's, um, you know, writers are, we're struggling artists. It's It takes a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to get to this point. You know, I remember I've always had a, a side job or I guess a full-time job that paid my bills and then writing was always a side gig for me. Um, so to be able to do this and then now see see it succeed is just phenomenal. It's, um, you know, just gives me a little pep in my step every time I see it. And, um, you know, of, of course it's, it's so great too, because it's such a great topic. Like everybody wants to talk about what to do in Milwaukee, but how do you make the best, how do you make the most out of your experience here? You know? So, um, I love talking to people about it too. That's cool. That's cool. Um, Tia is not from Milwaukee. Oh, I didn't know that about you, Tia. Yeah, that's correct. Um, I'm from Iowa. Actually, I was going to tell you, I saw that uh, oh. you went to college at um, University of Iowa. Yes. Right? Are you a Hawkeye too? Oh, no, I'm actually a Cyclone. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Our first I know. Fight. Yeah. I know. And it all went downhill. <laughs> right. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> No, yeah. but I saw you were from Iowa, and I thought that was really cool. Or not from yeah, no. Iowa, that you had um, spent some time there. I had a great experience there. I actually originally went there because, you know, they have that world-renowned writer's workshop. And I was a big Kurt Vonnegut fan, and he went there, and, you know, a bunch of other people. Actually, coincidentally, the gentleman that owns the publishing house that that published my book is a Hawkeye, too. So they're, they're just like all these stars that were aligning. Um I ended up not staying for that program. It's a graduate program in fiction and I went the mm -hmm. journalism route and, um, you know, kind of found my sweet spot with magazine writing once I got back to Milwaukee after a little stint in Chicago. Um, you know, I, I, Chicago is such a cool city, but it just didn't feel right to me. I came back to Milwaukee mm -hmm. in 2003, right. As things were, 
um, really starting to evolve and take off. And I had a great job with the Milwaukee Symphony. So I felt really integrated into the cultural scene here. And it just was, I knew this is where I wanted to be and, and raise my family. And um, so it's been great. I just, it's been crazy though, to see how big and exciting and um, all the different cultural offerings we have here in the city, just the quality of the of the um, experiences that we can offer our residents, um, you know, with unmatched livability, like no traffic, stuff for yeah. still, <laughs> you know, <laughs> So the book, I this is awesome. I can say Tia, and then you answer like 10 of the questions for us. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to answer No. <laughs> That, oh, that's, great. It's a sign of a great guest. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. And re- and real conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I guess I'm, I'm you know when I looked at sort of uh, what's in it, and I don't want to give much away. I want people to go out and search it and find. We it don't want to give it. much away. So what we're going to do, do is we're just going to go page by page and talk <laughs> about what's on each. Number one. Uh, <laughs> what sort of I mean, it's it's clear you have this passion for the city, but what in what pushed you over the edge to go? I am going to write a book about it. Oh, that's actually a good question. I um, well, first of all, I, I think print is very important. You know, I write for magazines. I think having a, a printed thing is really important. There's just such beauty in in books and in. So I really wanted this to be something that people could experience. They could pick up, they could hand to a friend, they could gift it to somebody. Um, you know, it's not the same when you just send somebody some links on TripAdvisor and saying, oh, here's what you should do in the city. You know, it's um, this is, gave me the opportunity to put my voice into um, why I really love Milwaukee. So the way that it's, it's put together, there's a um, hundred things to do and each experience has a little vignette. Um, of about 100 words. So it's it's quick and easy to, to read. But, you know, I think you'll find things like, um, okay, art museum, of course, you can't have a book about Milwaukee and not talk about going to the art museum. But it's not just, um, you know, go to the art museum. It's, I infused it with my own, um, my own take and experience what you what you should do at the art museum, you know, here's a special tip. Did you know they have yoga at the art museum? So things like that, I think people who've lived here all their lives too find a lot of value in it because it's um you know it's, it's kind of Milwaukee through my eyes so it just so you've been you've okay. kind of injected you've kind of injected the local and hidden gem aspects of all the cool things to do yeah and and it, like I said there, there are definitely some like very obvious ones like Miller Park um but I, I you know I think those have to be in a book about Milwaukee. There's no way to get around it. Um, but I want people to, you know, go back and experience it in a different way because it really, it's part of the fabric of our city, but, um, you know, those organizations also continue to evolve, you know, like they're, they're always updating their offerings and events. And, um, so I think that's another reason that makes our city great. I, I worry that Adam and Tia are, keeping notes about their experience on this podcast and they're going to write a book about it one day. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one, 
Steve. <laughs> uh, the no, real never, Steve. The book would never go anywhere because it would just be loops of you guys talking about things all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. It would be about all the tangents. It would be ADD, the book. <laughs> it would be called Tangent. Yeah, it would be called Tangent. Tangent the book City, about the, nothing. The story yeah. of Steve and Adam trying to make a podcast. Well, I try to keep you in line. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, Jenna, but, you, you touched ahead, on something. Yeah, you touched on something pretty, a little mind blowing, actually. Um, as somebody who's grown up in the Milwaukee area my entire life, that's the the experience that I've tried to create for myself. Is exactly what you're putting in the book which is yes i know miller park is there but i want to go there and experience something a little bit different about that or in a different way or a a neighborhood i haven't been to before and now people can read your book and show up from a different city or a different state and create those experiences without having to live here for 35 years plus years yeah absolutely. not to get my age away <laughs> <laughs> old man <laughs> i'm kidding i'm older than you yes um that's a great point and i'll add to that jenna that um you've you've created a tool for people to use when they have visitors to look super cool like they know a lot of shit about the city <laughs> sure. yes sure so i have to ask this is Sure, you've written a book. Awesome. Uh, it's about Milwaukee. Uh, it's all these things to do. Here's what we really want to know. What are some of the coolest experiences you've had from writing the book? TV shows, interviews, people yeah. you've had, all that. Yeah, all that, all um, that stuff. You know, it's it's tricky because I, um, oh, I kind of. I've been very fortunate. The book has been very well received. The Milwaukee media has been very gracious. I've had some really great interviews. Um, I got to tell you, though, it's those little personal touches that really excite me. Um, You know, the first first day the book came out, we had a big launch party at the Ivy House, which um, my husband and I own this new venue in Walker's Point. It's a big event space. Um, And Mayor Barrett showed up. And I just about freaked out because I thought, what a nice guy to go out of his way to show up, um, and, you know, I had almost a hundred of my friends and families there. People kind of came out of the woodwork. So it was, that was really humbling. Just kind of seeing, um, you know, your friends come up and come out to support you on a, on a work night, <laughs> uh, and, and to buy the book. So that was really special. And then, um, you know, I'd say just the little, the little quirky moments. I had a guy email me last week and it was just so funny because here we are just twiddling our thumbs, sitting at home, we can't really interact with anybody. It's just such a weird time right now in the world. And he told me that he had used my book to rekindle his romance with his, um, with his girlfriend and they had been using it diligently. They've been going through all the different activities and it's, he said, you know, it would really mean a lot. I know I can't meet you in person, but can I mail you my book and will you autograph it? And that just blew my mind because I thought, Oh my gosh, First of all, this is this guy really 
like wants my autograph this badly. How awful. <laughs> you know, secondly, like I, you, as a writer, you always hope that your writing is going to affect someone in a positive way. And, the, you know, just, I feel so tickled that they used this book to sort of rediscover why they like spending time together. And, um, so I'd have to say that was really one of my favorite parts about, about putting this out into the world and getting it into some stranger's hands and, and having him reach out and tell me how much it meant to me. That was really, really um, exciting. Love it. Love it. That is so cool. Yeah. By and the how way. Like a, <laughs> what a cool. A, P, a PSA for everybody. If somebody does something that really means a lot to you, tell them because it'll make them feel so special. <laughs> really does absolutely it's those little it's those little things and and those little things are maybe little to you but they're huge potentially to the other person yeah well i'll say i had i had that uh maybe a similar experience when you sent me the note from the website and if you know i get this email it's at almost 9 30 at night and it's Hey, I'd love to be a guest on the podcast to talk about all my suggestions for essential Milwaukee experiences as outlined in my book, 100 Things to Do in Milwaukee Before You Die. Thanks. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, holy shit. She wrote this book. You I know, know this book. <laughs> yeah. She reached out to us. Oh, wait, you listen, you listen to this podcast? Uh, yeah. So that was a cool moment and I like I immediately ran into uh the room where my wife was in the house and said hey do you know Jenna yeah I know yeah that's awesome and so we were all just we both just like uh reveling in the fact that uh um you had reached out it was just a really cool gesture you know it actually surprises me that it took us this long to connect all these dots like especially knowing that we have all these common friends I mean Again, we were talking Milwaukee is small Milwaukee, and it's, and it's yeah. beautiful mm-hmm. in many ways. I mean, and I think even more that, you know, knowing that your dad sends me random texts here and there. You're <laughs> <laughs> his cousin Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> we should have, we should have, we should have met a long time ago. I know. <laughs> you know, maybe that was your dad's way because um, uh, your, your dad's amazing, by the way. I don't want to. Thank you. We're, we're, we're having fun at his expense right now. Your dad is amazing. A great guy. Maybe it was his way of trying to get me to help him with some of these projects he's working on. Maybe. I mean, he's, he's a he did guy. Send... He just wants to be in the know. He wants to be in the mix. He's feeling left out, I think. <laughs> but wicked smart businessman. Yes. I think that's maybe that's how he kind of motivates people to do things. Send some random texts with a Lowe's.com link. And you're like, oh, I'll, I can help with that project. <laughs> yeah, actually, maybe I should fix my fence. Good yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Tangent um, City. Where, yeah, another where chap- are we? Another, Tia, where are we another now? chapter. Yeah. yeah, we need to get back on track. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um, I, I was wondering, and I've been thinking about this question because I like to share my thoughts of what my favorite things are in the city. Um, so what are, what, what's your favorite restaurant? What's your favorite thing to do in Milwaukee? Yeah. Um, that's, Personally. That's a hard question. Cause there's so many depends on my, mood. I know I'm with, 
Um, my husband and I met at Baldac, so that's one of my favorite spots. Um, it's Ooh, a wine bar. Um, then we lived in the Third Ward for a long time, so we ate at Bavette all the time. Um, and, you know, she's Karen, the chef there, is just amazing, and she's gotten all sorts of James Beard nominations. And so it's really nice to see that a casual place, a casual gourmet place, has gotten so much acclaim. Um, mm-hmm. And we recently um, experienced Jackson Grill. It's like a little hidden gem over like kind of almost West Dallas, like West Milwaukee area. Um, really cool little supper club. Um, Bryant's, we love Bryant's. Um, the Roman Coin, it's just like a little dive bar on Brady Street. But if we're going to go out, we like to just, we like to do something casual. Um, but then live music is kind of our other thing that, you know, our, our one of a couple of our first dates were um, Turner Hall, Paps. You know, we were and still really are into live music and uh, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the greatest things that Milwaukee has to offer is that we have affordable live music in these beautiful venues like the Pabst Theater and, um, you know, even then just some of the small places like Cactus Club or, you know, Mad Planet where you've seen some really great indie acts and then years mm-hmm. later they get super famous. So I think having access like that um, makes some of these experiences really special too. Um, but that's kind of what we like to do. But, you know... Yeah. Being outside too, we're we're big outdoorsy people. So I always say, you know, I think the Milwaukee Park system is is unmatched, and and just having those amenities here in the city too is something that we really like to take advantage of. Where are your favorite cheese curds from? <laughs> oh, hard hitting questions. Black Shadow Creamery, and I don't like them fried. I like them fresh and squeaky. Okay. Uh-huh. Do you really? That's yeah, awesome. Do yeah. you ever eat fried cheese curds or just like anti? I don't like fried. I know this is going to sound crazy, but I don't really like fried food. I love French fries, but you can only eat so many. Um, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I feel like if I were, if somebody said, do you want a plate of fried food or do you want an ice cream sundae? I would say ice cream sundae any day. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. you, you get it. You're getting it right, Jenna, and the rest of us are nuts. <laughs> I, I feel like the fried food thing should be the thing that be like, ah, not a big fan. You know, they dump that in boiling hot oil, right? <laughs> right. I, but, but yeah, I would, I, I tend to agree with you on that ice cream sundae. I'm, yeah, I got a huge sweet tooth and I love, yeah, is, uh, maybe is so food, it, food is not fried regularly. <laughs> Wait, um, how do you how do you eat not fried? There's food? non-fried food <laughs> or microwave. Yeah, <laughs> Steve, you're missing out. We have so many good restaurants here in Milwaukee. Um, yeah, that was you know, and I would say too. One of the things this is kind of embarrassing. I will admit, I am not a huge custard fan. Like I like ice purple door any day of the week, but custard mm. kind of it's heavy, it's rich. Um, but mm-hmm. I had. You know, again, during this exploratory phase of writing the book, I'm like, all right, I can't call myself a Milwaukeean and not have had Leon's. It had been a yeah. long time since I had Leon's right. custard. I went and like in true Milwaukee fashion, there's this lady who's in line with me. And I said, okay, what should I order? I don't, I never, I, I haven't been here in a long time. And I want to get like the real experience, the real Leon's experience. 
And so she directed me, you know, she said, well, you can't go wrong with, you know, the regular chocolate vanilla, but the special cinnamon is to die for. And so I had it and it, it knocked my socks off. It was so good. And I was just so appreciative. This lady is so funny. I'm like, can I, can I take a selfie with you? Cause you were so helpful. <laughs> sure. And, and again, like just Milwaukee people and Milwaukee generosity and um, just humbleness. That's what I love about, about the city. It's funny. We, we, um, we literally, Adam and I just got done with a podcast right before this one. And you've already mentioned two of the things that were, were on the, the, the previous episode that. Oh, I'll really? Uh, yeah. Which is, yep. which is great. It's just a consistent. And one of them being the friendliness of people here and people yeah. saying hi out of, out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or being open to answering a question from a stranger who you're waiting in line with. It's just very, yeah. right. It's very human. And I can just picture like you pulling a little notebook out and writing all the notes down. Yes. For my book. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I have, see, my problem is, you know, you, Jenna, you and Adam are like, yeah, I'm a little more on the savor or the sweet side than the savory side. I, I'm just like, bring it all on. Neons, purple door. <laughs> yeah. Fried, not fried. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. All right, Tia, my, you're, the, you're the tiebreaker Tia, then. Sweet yeah, or savory? Tia, um, oh, that's tough. I think I'm probably more of a savory. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like, not getting invited to the cheese curd crawl then. Exactly. No! Yeah. yeah, you're out, Adam. Okay, fine. So my favorite Leon's item is the hot fudge Leon, which I don't believe is on the menu. Oh, it's Whoa. a giant hot. It's a giant hot fudge sundae with pecans. Oh what do you God. mean by giant? Like it's like in a pint glass size, <laughs> uh, contain uh thing cup. Can you eat the whole thing by yourself? Like before I get back to the car. Oh my God! <laughs> wow. Yeah, I usually that's, order. That's two. a little much. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, buddy. Yeah. Steve, we're gonna have, to have a conversation after this. You stay out of my life. <laughs> yeah tia i feel like that's a this is a good opportunity for you to put it on your to-do list for i know i need to post-quarantine yeah. it's on because it book. is solid i i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna get the what was it called steve hot fudge leon the hot fudge leon yeah they're not gonna like look 20... at me weird when i ask for it they will not they know exactly what you're talking about great okay <laughs> Great. And it's like twenty two dollars. No, I'm kidding. It's not. It's what? not that. It's not. It's like four dollars. <laughs> okay. Cash only. Got it. Yeah. Done. Remember that cash only. So, um, where are we in this interview now? We've gone on this tangent of things I eat. <laughs> Steve's just hungry now. Um. No, I have my uh, my lakefront here. Hmm. Anyone oh else yeah. Have anything? Jenna, Jenna was as the as the resident beer guy on the podcast. Um did you include any brewery tours or brewery visits? Yeah, I did. Actually, I will tell you that was one of the hardest things because um there are so many great breweries in 
Milwaukee. And in the way I approached it is I thought, okay, well, so say someone's picking this up for the first time and they're, they only have a couple of days and they're in Milwaukee, say they're a visitor, uh, you know, what would be a, a great experience that I could give them? So I chose two breweries that I love, um, Third Space and City Lights. Because they're both right in Menominee Valley. They're very different. Their beers are different. I think all their beers are very unique. Um, and that's sort of like one great experience. I mean, it's impossible to visit all the great breweries in Milwaukee in, you know, one fell swoop. So that was my um, that was my pick. However, I also included that if you're going to do a tour, you have to do the lakefront tour. Because that is um, the best. And, I mean, really their beer is is some of my favorite too. So it is, it is top notch. Yeah. I always recommend the lakefront tour. Um, they had, they hire old, they hire theater actors. They hire people who are used to speaking in front of a crowd, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. I've been to a few, um, outside of Milwaukee that are the actual brewer. Oh, that's giving the tour, which is great because they're so knowledgeable. You can ask anything you want, but the tour is, it gets to be a little bland. So mm -hmm. when you come back and you go to Lakefront, you're like, yes, they yeah. get it. <laughs> you got to be a little bit of a showman for yeah. this to work. Sure. Yeah. So, and of course, uh, absolutely adore third space. Yeah. Beer. It's so yeah. good. And I, I, need to get back to um city lights because i love their venue it's yeah. so cool yeah um I, I also have to say though too the the new paps brewing complex well it's not new but the paps brewing complex you know that's right behind the fiser that whole area ninth and juno and beyond um that is one of my favorite places too because i always tell people you know if you have an afternoon in milwaukee go there because you can do you can go to best place you can do the tour there you can go to the new paps brewery which is awesome and the the beer that they make there is delicious. Um, the brew house Inn and sweets is there Jackson blue ribbon pub. I mean, there's just so much history there. And then there's mm -hmm. the contrast of modern, you know, you have the um, Milwaukee brewing company has a new space there. Um, mm -hmm. with really good food, like good bar food. Um, so I mean, you can really just like waste away a whole day in that little area. It's all very walkable. Um, so it, it's nice. And, the, and I like the little nooks and crannies in the pockets that we have in our city. You know, we have, you could do a River West Day. You can do a Bayview Day. You can spend a whole afternoon at the lakefront. Um, and everything's so different. So um, I'm really into the, the little neighborhood vibes we have going on here in Milwaukee. I've lived in almost all of them, too, by the way. <laughs> Bayview, oh, wow. I haven't lived in River West. Bayview, Eastside, um, Third Ward. Now I'm in Whitefish Bay, so... Um, we're in the burbs, but we have two little kids, so it's a great community. Um, and I got, and I got to tell you too, like we, we just sucked it up and we're like, we'll pay a ton of money in taxes because I can't imagine living, um, far from the lake. That's the whole reason. Another whole reason why we chose to stay in Milwaukee because we have this beautiful access, these beaches and, you know, this amazing lake. And it's just such so after living in Iowa, no offense, Tia, I mean, <laughs> I thought, yes. landlocked. <laughs> I can't not live by the water. So, yes. um, so yeah, so we're in Whitefish Bay and it's great. So are you going to, I forget whether this is Whitefish Bay or Shorewood, but are you heading down to uh, a Red Lion? No, Three Lions. Three Lions. That's Shorewood. Three Lions. It's awesome, though. 
It's a great spot. I cannot stop being in love with that place. <laughs> you don't have I, at, and they are well. Uh, so first of all, um, I had a friend who uh, was really into soccer. Mm-hmm. So we went there one very early morning. I think we were, I think we showed up at like nine a.m. But they they had opened at six to show the games, bar open and everything, and uh, also. Pretty much everybody that works there is is from uh, the UK, mm-hmm. and I'm a total sucker for accents. So oh, here we go. I just immediately yeah. fall in love. Like I don't, a, guy, girl doesn't matter. Love them. Think they're best. Sucker. They're the best he, best people. Yeah, yeah, he's a sucker for the British accent. Yeah, I am, and <laughs> and they're just so cool. There's such nice people too that every every person that I've interacted with at either Three Lines or Red Lines has always been just like immediate friend kind yeah. of place. Yeah. There's another great spot in Shoreward called Cloud Red. Um, and same thing. Like the staff makes it. You go there and food well, the food is really amazing too, but um the staff is great. Whitefish Bay needs some work on I'm not gonna lie, on their food and drink selection. Um but Shorewood's just a hop, skip, and a jump away. So we in River West too. Actually, we we do go to River West mm-hmm. to dine a lot now because it's it's really close to us. So um, yeah, I mean places like Cafe Corazon and um, Cafe Centro. They're Mad Planet. If we're gonna like get a babysitter and go wild, um, there's just so <laughs> stay up to the break of nine p.m. Yeah. Yep. No, come home with, and then you know, regret everything when you have a hangover the next day, and your kids are oh. in bed at seven a.m. <laughs> yep. And you're just, and you're just regret. Yeah. And there's regrets all over. Yeah. The place. Gonna, uh, why did I? You don't do that enough. I gotta say. Why did I? Why did I? Why did I drink? It's like why did I have these kids? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Steve went another direction with it. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. I, I've never said that. <laughs> I was speaking on behalf of a friend. Yes. So, so Jenna, what, like, all right, you've got the book here. Where do you go from book now? You, I mean, it's still fresh and young. Yeah. It's still super relevant. You, you, you can, like, what, what's, what does the future look like for you, yeah. the book, and what's, like, what's on your mind for what's next? If you, well, if you can share. Yeah. I mean, I, again, it's, it's such a weird time. I was really hoping that the DNC would buy 5,000 copies of my books and they would include it in everybody's gift bag. <laughs> but who Ooh, knows? That's a good idea. Point. I mean, they're, they're still coming, which is great. And, you know, again, having um, my husband and I owning a venue is um, we're sort of waiting with bated breath here to see um, who's going to book and, and how many events we're going to host. Um, but it's been, it's been a weird couple months. So I, I have been, I have a lot of time to think and I've been reevaluating. Um, I'm doing some writing, I'm doing some more personal stuff. Um, there is a book inside me. It's part inside my heart, part on my computer, um, about my family. Cause I have a really great family. So I think one day I would like to write something more personal, but I mean, Milwaukee will always be, I'll always be a huge cheerleader for the city. I want to keep writing about the city. Um, you know, my, the publisher that I work with has all sorts of different titles, all sorts of special interest titles specific to Milwaukee. So, you know, I definitely think there might be another Milwaukee book that I'll, I would love to write, um, maybe a little deeper dive. 
um, but I'll continue to, to, you know, do some magazine writing, which I love and, and I kind of just take it as it comes, you know, like I said, I was just so fortunate to, I think if you just, you know, again, Milwaukee being kind of a small community, if you just work hard and you can you know, connect with people in a meaningful way, good opportunities come. And I've been so lucky throughout my career where I've had some really great opportunities to just kind of fall on my lap because I follow that mantra, you know, like don't burn bridges, be loyal, be good to, to the people you meet. And, um, and I've been very lucky. So uh, I don't know, I guess that's my best answer. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I feel like, I mean, all eyes are, are going to be on Milwaukee for a long time with, you know, people talking about the DNC and now we have, you know, the Viking cruise line coming through. We're going to have all sorts of new tourism opportunities with a cruise ship coming in Milwaukee. Um, so I feel like, you know, the, the, the Milwaukee fever will not die down. So I have, I have plenty more to, to say about that. So, so we'll it, will, it will never die. Yeah. Milwaukee fever will never it's getting die. Better. Oh yeah. It is getting better. It is, I have yeah. to say Ivy house. Yeah. That is such a cool spot. So I, I've, I've only been for the Milwaukee Makers Market. Yeah. But such a cool spot. It was so much fun. Like I took all the kids and their friends, actually. Yeah. And so like we we try not to destroy anything there, but um, <laughs> there's about 30 we had a blast. kids there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. You know what? Adult, drunk adults are a lot more destructive than kids. We, um, <laughs> we've been really I believe it. Yeah, the I mean, it's been open for like two years now, and the same thing. My husband and I love the city, and he owned a DJ sound lighting business, and so he's been in the event business for a long time, but he knew he wanted a space of his own. And so this kind of came up, and um, he was actually looking at barn venues, you know, outside of the city. But this came about, and I thought, you know, you have this great opportunity with a warehouse and an up-and-coming venue, or an up-and-coming neighborhood in Marcus Point, and and with the neighboring Harbor District, like there's just so much great synergy happening with, um, with all sorts of different types of industries in that area. So um, he gets all the credit. Him and his business partner had the vision to turn it into this really, um, you know, elegant industrial space, just dripping with with greenery, and it's like this, it's like this urban oasis. You go in there, and you just feel like, oh, where am I? This is so elegant. Of course, I'm giving you the really the really sexy spiel about it. Um, but everybody, <laughs> it's mostly private events, but um, we have this beautiful patio um, that you can go, there's going to be some concerts and some outdoor summer things this, that are going to be open to the public. So, um, but that whole area, like Boone and Crockett, Taco Moto, Taco Moto is one of my picks. They're that food truck that's parked at um, Boone and Crockett. And um, yes, oh, it's absolutely amazing. It's so great. Like you can go there, you can do a pedal tavern and then you can rent a boat if you want. And then you can go inside and boot and crack it and have a drink in this really cool bar. If you're having a private party, you go, um, and the Cooperage or they have live music at the Cooperage. Um, and then you just, you can get a taco whenever the super gourmet taco. So that, that whole area is just such a fun, the guys that, um, have put that together have done a really great job. And so we have a lot of really great people in the city, I would yeah. say, too, that are making this all happen. And pretty easy to park over there. Yes. The <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. I've never had a, uh, a trouble finding a spot. No. It's great. 
babies. But... These babies that complain about parking. <laughs> I, I am one of those babies that always complains yeah. about parking. But that's why I love Milwaukee. Because rarely do I have an issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, going forward, how, like, if people want to connect, where do they find everything? The book, you, keep up with things, uh, Ivy House, whatever you want to share. Sure. This is your um, time. So if you want to buy the book directly from me, you can go to jennacashew.com. That's K-A-S-H-O-U. Um, you should be able to find it, though, at Boswell. Um, don't buy it on Amazon. Buy it at Boswell or Sendix or, uh, <laughs> you know, a local a local shop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can buy it on Amazon, too. But if you just want to... I took it out of my cart. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. I no, I'll go to Sendix and buy it. I'm very happy doing that. <laughs> I'll, um... I'll look so smart to those people. <laughs> But um, on Instagram, I've been sharing some, you know, stuff that's above and beyond the book too. It's explore the 414 is my motto, my tagline, my moniker. Um, And then on Facebook, I'm Jenna L. Cashew, Jenna Lee Cashew. So you can find me there too. And I like to share, you know, other stuff I write about for Milwaukee Magazine or just cool stories I see. Um, So it's not all book, book, book stuff. It's just... It's just me um, loving the city. Well, that's a big job for uh, to be doing. So that's awesome. Thanks. I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to search you out on Instagram. I'm yeah, I just found you on Instagram. Okay. Yep. Same. No big it's deal. Been, well, this has been that was the awesome. lull. We were all going, explore the one. Follow, follow. <laughs> I want to keep, you know, telling people, go out and do this, go out and do this, but nobody can go out. So it's been, I know that's hard, the hard I'll, part. I'll get, I'm, I'm putting together some new content and that that will be updated again soon. Wow. Yeah. I do like adventure travel Instagram. And right now I'm just like, uh, I want, I want to do something for everyone, but it's hard yeah. right now. Yeah. To you, you can't lose your, your, what is it? Influencer status? Oh my gosh! <laughs> you don't it's want to lose that, Tia. Tia, we need that. I know you. You guys, you guys <laughs> keep me going. <laughs> well, cool. This was super fun. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, keep up the great work, and uh, who knows? Maybe you'll come over to your dad's house one day, and I'll be there helping randomly. <laughs> After a text that you received with a fence post and yeah, paint. I'm I'm painting a fence or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Funny. Well, thank you guys so much. Thanks for all the work you do, and um, this has been super fun. And um, yeah, I I encourage everybody to just make the most out of our city. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. Yes. A- Adam, Tia, Steve, Jenna. <laughs> I don't know if you wanted to say. Oh, what are we doing? Oh, okay. And now. Oh, and now Black Belt Theater? Black Belt Theater? Question mark?